0: We do not often cover congressional hearings on this show because, I'll just say it, they can be a little boring. But yesterday there was a hearing that we here at Planet
1: Money could not ignore. We have an agreement already, limitation of 10 minutes on each side on opening comments Um, without objections. Because
0: hanging in the balance was the fate of of the U.S. $1 bill. The question, should we eliminate $1 bills and replace them with dollar coins? David Schweikert, congressman from Arizona, said yes, it's a no-brainer. Switching to coins would
1: save money. This is one of those issues that, on the face, should be almost blatantly simple. And I've been, in many ways, on a personal level, almost heartbroken. But... David Miller, former
0: director of the Office of Management and Budget, said no, do not replace $1 bills with coins. It won't save any money.
2: Proponents allege it would save money. Now, let's look at that. Where would the claim savings come from? It surely
0: doesn't come from the tooth fairy. Now, a lot of times in debates like this, you can't just say one side is right and the other side is wrong. There's usually some gray area, some place where you have to weigh the arguments and decide how you feel about the issue. But this is not one of those issues. We think there is one correct answer. Hello and welcome to Planet Money. I'm David Kestenbaum. As regular listeners may know, I got very interested in this question a while back, perhaps unreasonably obsessed with it. And we spent a long time trying to get to the bottom of things. And I think we did get to the bottom of things. And we did a show about it. So today we are just going to replay that show for you. It's me and Jacob Goldstein. I should just let you know this is from April of 2012. I hope you like it. Dollar coins versus dollar bills. So right now we have both of them, but as we've reported, lots of dollar coins are sitting unused in vaults,
1: but maybe coins are a better option. Maybe we should just get rid of the dollar bill and force people to use coins. And David, you and Robert Benincasa on NPR's investigative team, you've been digging into this. And I've actually heard you on the phone for a long time now talking to people about it. And based on those conversations, and I mean this, I think at this point, you may know as much as anyone in America about this question. All right. As, as we said, there
0: does seem to be a right answer here. The debate on the surface, it's, it's a practical one. What's easier? What's more convenient? But To get to our final verdict, we are going to need to go deep into the nature of money itself. Before we get there, let's hear from both sides. In one corner, arguing for coins, we have Senator Tom Harkin, Democrat from Iowa. His pitch involves a vending machine in the basement of some Senate building. At least that's where I think this video is shot.
1: Has this ever happened to you? You try to put a dollar bill in and it's wrinkled, it won't take it. Well, that's why I've introduced bipartisan legislation to replace the dollar bill with a dollar coin.
0: I talked to Senator Harkin, and vending machines aside, he says, it's a no-brainer. Coins last a lot longer than bills.
2: The most important thing is, is that it's just more efficient. It's way more efficient than a paper dollar.
0: Dollar coins last something like 30 years. He says switching to coins would save hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And Harkin is ready with a long list of countries that have already made the switch. Europe has the euro with a coin worth more than a dollar. So do Japan and Australia.
1: Canada has a coin that's worth $2. England has a coin worth about $3 U.S. Switzerland has one worth about $5 U.S. And yet, uh, what have we got? We got a 25-cent piece.
0: All right. So that's the argument in favor of coins. And it is not just Senator Harkin making the case. The super committee member that was trying to cut the deficit Supercommittee was considering switching to dollar coins. The Washington Post just wrote an editorial favoring coins. And in the Senate, Harkin has a
1: very powerful co-sponsor, John McCain, the Republican from Arizona. And just for the sake of thoroughness here, we should point out that both Harkin and McCain come from states with businesses that would benefit if this bill passes. McCain State of Arizona, it's the largest producer in the country of copper, which is the main ingredient in dollar coins. There are big mining companies working in Arizona. And then Iowa, Harkin's State, it's home to a company called PMX, which makes the metal sheets that get turned into coins.
0: Harkin says he supported the dollar coin before
1: PMX got into the business. McCain wouldn't talk to us for the story. Just to recap the arguments on the pro-coin side, point one, vending machines. Point two, they last longer and will save a bunch of money. Point three, lots of other countries are doing it. Now let's hear from the paper people. All right, in the other corner, fighting for paper, meet Douglas
0: Crane. And I, I will say he has a strong financial interest here also. He is vice president at Crane & Company, which makes the very paper that the U.S. $1 bill is printed on.
2: A dollar bill is, uh, is made from a blend of cotton and linen fiber. That's
0: surprising to me. I never knew that, you know, it's almost like it's a T-shirt or something.
2: Well, it is. And, you know, these textile fibers happen to make extremely strong and extraordinarily durable paper.
0: Doug Crane is not a fan of coins. He told me he was buying a train ticket from a machine recently and he got change in dollar coins.
2: I was just crestfallen when I started hearing the clunking of the change coming down through the machine. It it really wasn't a good feeling. Doug's company
0: has spent some money fighting this battle. His company started an organization called Americans for George because George Washington is on the $1 bill. Americans for George recently plastered a subway station in Washington, D.C. with ads defending the honor of the dollar bill. I don't know how often senators and congressmen ride the subway in D.C., but their staff certainly do.
2: U.S. currency. It's, you know, some of the most durable banknotes on the planet. And uh, a $1 bill is, is probably the hardest working note there is. Here's what Doug Crane says.
0: Dollar bills, they are really tough. They last on average four and a half years. And it's cheaper to make a bill than a coin. In fact, he ticked off all the arguments his opponents on the coin side make. And he said... Those arguments are simply wrong. Coins, he says, are not more cost effective. They do not
1: save money. That is all wrong, wrong, wrong. This is what drives me insane about it. (laughs) (laughs) We've got kind of a problem here. Coin people say coins are better. Paper people say paper is better. Both cannot be right. Two will enter, only one will leave. I think what we need now is a a neutral party. We need a a referee to help us evaluate the claims from both sides. And fortunately, we have a neutral party.
0: The Government Accountability Office, a nonpartisan arm of Congress, which is often called upon to settle debates just like this one. They have a report on this very question, and it, it has
1: some useful numbers in it. Start with this. A dollar coin, according to the report, it costs about 15 cents to make. It lasts a little more than 30 years, so it costs about half a cent per year. All right, now let's do the dollar bill. The GAO says
0: it costs 2.7 cents to make a bill. That's much cheaper than the coin, but it doesn't last as long. It lasts four and a half years. Do the math. That's about 0.6 cents a year to
1: have a bill out there. Okay, so coins cost half a cent a year to have out there. Bills cost a little more, 0.6 cents a year. That would seem to say coins save money. Coins win. Except except for this one weird thing we
0: haven't mentioned yet. It turns out that if you replace dollar bills with dollar coins, you can't just do a one-to-one replacement. turns out you need more coins than you would bills because people don't like to carry coins around. Here's Lorelei St. James with the GAO. She oversaw the report.
2: A lot of people, when they take their coins out of their pockets at the end of the day or their purses, they'll put it in a, what we call a coin jar.
0: You can call this the coin jar effect, the sock drawer effect, whatever. It is well documented. The GAO looked at Canada and the UK and found that when those countries switched to coins, they
1: had to put all these extra coins out there, over 50 percent more. And this changes the math entirely, because if you switch to coins, you have to pay to manufacture 50 percent more coins that are just going to sit around in coin jars. All of a sudden, you're spending a lot more than you thought. And Once you take the coin jar effect into account, paper dollars look like a better deal than coins. The GAO says that's correct. If you only
0: looked at the cost of production, then you would say, well, the note would be more economical. So just to be clear, this means switching to coins would cost money. Paper is the cheaper option. And yet this is the really crazy thing. The GAO recommends switching to coins.
1: That still stands. Why does the GAO recommend switching to coins? The answer in just one jargony word is seniorage. Seniorage is profit the government makes by creating money. So seniorage is a very strange thing, and I
0: guarantee most people in our government do not understand how it actually works. But after listening
1: to this, you will. Let's walk through it. I'll play the role of the Federal Reserve, the magical place with the power to create US dollars. Say I'm going to use my magic to put a dollar bill out into the world. First, I have to pay to get the dollar bill made. That costs me 2.7 cents. Now, I, the Fed, I actually have this dollar bill in my hand. I have to get it out there into the world. And the way I do that is I buy something with this dollar bill. Usually what I buy is a bond. Well, how fortunate. I happen to have a bond here I would like to sell you. All right. Let's do the deal. Right. Now you have my dollar. I have your bond. So now that dollar bill is out in the world, and I, the Federal Reserve, I have this bond. And, of course, bonds pay interest. So you have this interest coming into me, coming into the Federal Reserve. This money piles up, and pretty soon I have some extra money sitting around. That extra money sitting around, that is seniorage.
0: And every year the Fed turns the extra money over to the government. And
1: this is why the GAO recommends switching to coins, because the more dollars that are out there in the world, the more seniorage the government gets. Each dollar out there in the world, it earns the government a little bit of extra money. And remember the coin jar effect. When you switch to coins, you have to put all these extra dollars out there. More dollars out there means more seniorage.
2: We showed that there would be a $4.4
0: billion net benefit to the federal government if the government switched from the dollar note to the dollar coin, and that's over 30-year time period.
1: Just to recap, according to the GAO, dollar bills are cheaper, but coins make more money for the government. More money for the government may sound good, but
0: I'm here to tell you the GAO report leaves out something huge, which is that that $4.4 billion, it is not free money that magically appeared from
1: nowhere. It turns out, It comes from somewhere. It comes from us. It comes from everybody with extra coins in sock drawers or between the sofa cushions. Or in a coin jar like this one. Hang on. I have to get it.
0: (laughs) This is Robert Smith, our colleague's coin jar. Wait, it's a it's a big paper box filled with coins. And wait, there's more. (laughs) So every day Robert Smith goes out and buys lunch, he gets some change in coins, and every day he sticks it in a box. It's probably hundreds of dollars here, and it's hundreds of dollars that Robert Smith is not doing anything with. He's not spending it, and more importantly, he doesn't have it in a savings account, he's not investing it, he's not
1: earning any interest off of it, he's not earning anything from it. Robert Smith is clearly losing out here, and Robert Smith's loss, it's the government's gain. These coins are hundreds of extra dollars that the government gets to collect seniorage from.
0: So I've talked to a bunch of economists about this who said this is just an economic fact. It's not something you can really debate. Seniorage isn't real savings. It's just moving money from people to the government in this really sloppy, inefficient way. And when you realize this, the case for dollar coins, it doesn't look very good. Though when Robert Benincasa and I were working on this story... I got an email from the Dollar Coin Lobbying Group, a group called the Dollar Coin Alliance. Dollar Coin Alliance said, "Wait, if you want to do a balanced report, you should talk to some pro-coin economists about this stuff." It said, "Talk to Robert Waples at Wake Forest University." So I called Waples up, ready for one more pro-coin argument. Waples read the GAO report, he thought about it, and he said, "The answer is very clear. Coins lose.
1: It's clearly an inferior substitute." People are going to be putting them on top of their bureaus instead of spending them for transactions. And that seems like a big waste of resources to me.
0: He basically said what we've said here. The additional money for the government, it is not free money. It comes from us. It's effectively a tax on people who hold coins in jars at home.
1: That is exactly how I would see it.
0: But the Dollar Coin Alliance said I should talk to you because you favored the, the Yeah, dollar- I
1: guess they made a mistake. All right, Kestenbaum, you now know as much about this subject as anybody in America. You know probably more than anybody should know about it. Bottom line, coin or bill? The dollar bill wins.
0: In case you were wondering about why so many other countries have switched to coins, The answer seems to be that their paper currency did not last as long as ours does. We were able to locate the report that laid out the arguments for the Canadian loonie, Canada's $1 coin. The report says, among other things, that the paper $1 Canadian bill, it only lasted a year. The U.S. dollar lasts four and a half times longer.
1: We'll post that report online as well as the video of Senator Harkin at the vending machine. That'll all be at npr.org slash money. I'm David Kestenbaum. And I'm Jacob Goldstein. Thanks for listening.